Welcome one and all to the Dark Insight Podcast, the international video games podcast, episode 34, recorded on Friday the 11th of November. I am Cliff Goldsmith, as always, hosting, haven't done it for a while, so I'm probably jibber-jabbering, joined by two of the coolest dudes I know. On the right, I've Mr. Charles Turner. How are we doing, sir? Good, thank you. Good, good. On my left, I have Mr. Jeremy Greer. How are we doing, good, sir? Doing very well, Cliff. How are you today? Uh... Yeah, I'm good. Bit jibbery jabbery. This is uh, for the for the listeners out there. This is the third take of the intro because I don't <laughs> clearly know the episode number or the date. So uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, other than that, things are good. Things are good. So episode 34 back in. Uh, this episode is a bit of a special episode because we've got a couple of announcements. So first announcement that I'm going to say uh we are actually we do have another person on the podcast with us tonight he's been with us a few times but this time he's joining us as a permanent host on the dark insight he's now an official member part of the family mr josh crow how are you doing good sir i'm very well thank you if you can see the grin on my face right now it's ear to ear uh, welcome to welcome to the family. Oh, thank you very much. It's quite. It's not only an honour to be invited, but it's actually quite humbling to know that you guys would be willing to properly welcome me into the fold. So, thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. It's uh, very, yeah, it's, it's really good. Very we thought this would be a good time because all of us are going on vacation for the rest of the year. So, uh, yeah. this, this is all up to you. You got You got to. You got to get about eight episodes. You got to finish out, and then we'll be back. So, well, I better up my game then, I? <laughs> Yeah. So with that, obviously, I'd like everyone on Twitter to say welcome to Josh. Uh, He will now also, you'll also find him on our Twitter now. Uh, You'll know who's talking because we're now going to be signing off with our digits at the end of any tweets on our Twitter, just so everyone knows, because obviously there's four of us now. Uh, So yeah, go and say hello. Uh, The other news. We have brought Josh on for a specific reason um, because we want it. There's a lot more content out there. We didn't want to, we, we, we tend to do quite long shows and we wanted to bring our shows, bring them a bit shorter, a bit more compact, but we're going to be bringing them to you every week. Now it's going to be a weekly podcast rather than bi-weekly. And basically Josh is going to be taking over the uh, week show. So, this episode here, technically, it's one of Josh's shows. And then we do our regular show next week. Josh, uh, obviously, will be hosting it with, if we, because we all run quite busy lives, it's easier to work it that way. And we're going to jump on when and where we can alongside Josh. But he's going to be having a good crew of rotating guests every, every week. So it'll be Josh and someone else and maybe one of us guys, if we can find the time through family and what not so uh expect to hear lots more dark insight and yeah so hopefully we can provide more content for you guys out there so that's going to be cool very looking forward to it i hope you all enjoy the content that josh brings you because i'm sure he'll bring you some good good stuff like he always does and um, 
<laughs> yeah. So yes, welcome to the show and welcome to the family for sure. So, Thank you very uh, much. Uh, awesome. Good, good, good. <laughs> so uh, there's not much news. I did have some news on there, but I decided oh. that I weren't going to do it because I want to keep this week super positive because the world's been a bit shitty at the moment. So <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> hell, we are keeping this super up. So. I think maybe we should dive in there because we've got a few games. And is, is anyone actually? Has anyone got any news that they want to put out there before we dive in? Is there anything of noteworthy that anyone has seen? Not overly. I've been listening to people talking about this whole um, Bethesda view thing, but I don't really think there's anything I could say that's not already been said. See, I, I will say one point on that: with the whole Bethesda review thing. Everyone's like, ooh, it's anti-consumer. I have the complete opposite view. I actually think it's pro-consumer. Mm. And I may I may sound crazy for saying this, but I think like, what Bethesda, the reason Bethesda are doing it is for their own sake. They don't care about anyone. They don't care about the consumer. It's about money for them. But at the same time, it means that you are now going to get reviews from smaller networks like ours at the same time as the bigger networks. So you're going to get a great range of reviews rather than just your big networks who are signed into certain contracts when they get their games. So you're going to get independent ones like ours, um, Game Critics, the Jimquisition. You're going to get all those independents alongside the big conglomerates, which is awesome. And that is pro-consumer in my, my view because you're going to get a great range of reviews. So I think it's good. And, it, and if you really want to wait for those reviews just wait you don't have to get it on day one wait for your games give it a couple of weeks see how it turns out mm. no problem yeah, it could yeah it could help reduce the the hype train that uh, mm. seems to be yeah. destroying games more than anything at the moment mm. absolutely yep yeah see i, I don't I'm... i don't think that that's the case like the hype train isn't coming from the people that are reviewing games the hype train True. is coming from the people that are putting out the commercials for the games and providing mm. yeah. yeah promotional yeah, material right. for the games like i mean if you hear something about E3 at E3 2016 that's not coming to 2019, like that to me is ridiculous. I've said that on this show yes. before. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really, I understand people wanting day one reviews. I totally 100% get that. <clears throat> I just don't think that that's the marketplace we live in anymore. Like there's so many yeah. games out there that yeah. have day one patches who have reviews delayed. You know, Polygon and Giant Bomb both have setups now where they're delaying reviews or revising reviews after day one patches that. Like those those reviews that they're getting, like why even spend the time to review them at that point? Like the finished product is what I'm most interested in. I'm not in, I'm yeah. not interested in what the game was two months ago when you got it or a month ago. Way more interested in what it's going to be when I get it home. So absolutely, totally but then again, I'm agree. not much of a day one kind of guy either. So this doesn't really affect me. Like there's games that I buy day one that a review wouldn't have changed my mind. Like you yep. could tell me that Dark Souls Four is a seven out of ten or a six out of ten. That's not going to change me buying Dark Souls Four. I'm probably buying Dark Souls <laughs> yeah. Four. Yeah. So yeah, so I think it's it's quite telling of the the generation of games that we're in now because obviously we had so many games this gen that have just come out completely unfinished. So people want that kind of I know that reassurance that they're actually going to be buying a quality product that's not broken. Which I can I can see that side of the argument, but at the same time, there's so much content that comes out about these games beforehand anyway we all pretty much know before about uh, two weeks before the game comes out if it's going to be in a finished state um and it doesn't seem to stop people from buying games day one i mean i'm just as guilty of it as anybody else so but i can see both sides 
to the argument, but I agree with you guys that I think it's it's definitely sort of pro consumer on this one. I don't really I don't really have any adversities to it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Cool. I think I think it's nice to be able to finally see some reviews coming out from smaller networks at the same time. I think as 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 your bigger networks, which is cool because it will give you a nice range of different types and of reviewers which is which is awesome i think which is cool because we don't we don't have to have games on day one we really don't no but i mean if if you're the type of person that's going to go right i'm going to buy it day one you're probably going to like it anyway like final fantasy 15 i'm getting that day one i don't care about reviews and i know i'm going to enjoy it so yeah everyone (laughs) everyone go on no i was just gonna say to put it this way pretty much every game that's come out recently i've got day one Hmm. so yeah, but I think not like... read reviews. I yeah, I can't remember the last time I read one. Well, except for the ones that are on our website, <laughs> and that's <laughs> why because I, I enjoy the read and more of a discussion of the game, not necessarily like a your typical kind of review. Um, yeah. trying to sell like you see on Gamespot. I tend not to read those. I prefer to mm. listen to people's opinions that I respect, like you, you three, or those mm, those, yeah. those folks on Twitter that we that we follow. And um, I'd rather learn about games that way. Um, the more of an unbiased opinion. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. They're the sort of reviews I prefer as well when they're more opinion articles about the game rather than just slap a big score in it, seven out of ten. And the, the problem is with a lot of like your IGNs and GameSpots, they tend to use uh, a six to ten scale. No one seems to use <laughs> one to five anymore. Like it's like those numbers don't even exist. It's mm. like. For me, a mediocre game is a five or six. To them, you tend to find a seven is a mediocre game. I'm like, well, no, that's not mediocre. Mediocre is like in the middle, it's five. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bit messed up. <clears throat> yeah, cool. Uh, any Anyone else? Any news? Any news? Any news for any more? I've just been missing in action. I just got internet yesterday morning, yesterday afternoon, uh, in my new place. So. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> idea what's going on <laughs> not a lot by the sounds of things jeremy anything you want no man no i've uh there was some pretty devastating news in the u.s this week and i've kind of just been mm. hiding since then in fact I, I took a couple of days off work for the last couple of days and spent it playing video games and working on their house and doing things like that just to kind of get my mind off of politics and everything mm. else so uh that for gaming news i, I really i've just kind of unplugged myself and just been playing my own video games that i've had at the house so very yeah, good choice yeah. very good yeah. choice that's a very good idea that so on that note then jeremy what you've been playing yep. then dude what you've been playing um i want to knock off something on both of our list uh which is titanfall 2 Mm. Um, this game was kind of on my radar when it when I found out it had a single player campaign because as most people know the Xbox One exclusive uh, prequel to this just a normal Titanfall didn't have a single player game it was pure multiplayer which doesn't yeah. really tickle my fancy even though it had like giant looking mechs and all that stuff is cool um, and I'd, it had kind of fallen off my radar a little bit until uh, CJ from Twin Humanities started talking about it and then all of a sudden it seemed like everybody on Twitter was talking about it. Hmm. So uh I'm a pretty weak-willed guy and I saw that and I was like fuck it I'll buy it. So I bought it <laughs> and uh mm-hmm. j- just want to say I I'm not sure that it's it's worth the 60 bucks right now if all you're going to do is play single player, but I will say that everybody owes it th- to themselves to play the campaign. The single player campaign is has some of the most crazy and original level design that I I've seen in a video game in a while and yeah, it's cool. so much fun. It is 
an absolute blast. Cliff, I know you've you've got this right. This is on your list, so yeah, uh, yeah, totally agree that like I I haven't touched the multiplayer whatsoever. It's I can't be bothered. Campaign loved it. There's some some of the best first person platforming in in a game to date in this game. Some of the level design is absolutely spectacular. Like it kind of. I don't know whether you felt the same, Jeremy, but it kind of felt like it started out sort of mm, it's a bit Call of Duty. Okay. But a few missions in, it kind of took a swing and started changing for the better. And I was like, wow, okay, this this is super cool, doing things that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, but the, uh, the thing for me, uh, and I haven't played a recent Call of Duty, so this could be just totally out, but the reason I didn't get that is just because of the way that the movement feels and how easy it is to do the run, the, the wall running and the double mm. jumps and like the slides. And like it, as soon as you do like a slide into a run, into a wall run, into like a yeah. double jump, into a melee attack and just like stomp on some dude with your feet, like all of that stuff, like just feels so natural in your hands. It just, it's just incredibly cool. Like, the very first level is is the basic like training level, yeah. And it's just a like instantly like you're just running around in this beautiful environment, and you're just mm-hmm. like you know wall running like you just jump at the wall and it just does the thing, and it just feels just I can't I can't get over just how well it controls like it just controls super well. Mm-hmm. Um, well and then how much better to the first one does it control? Like is there a much? See again, I never I never played the first one, so I'm not. Oh, you never actually know. Got, okay. Yeah. Um, it, I, I would say. It definitely feels cleaner and tighter. It feels a bit cool. tighter, yeah. But yeah, there's the, uh, like go, go, go Jeremy. I was just gonna, I was gonna agree with Cliff that like you know the game starts out and you're it's you know you as a dude you don't really have like a like a mech thing or anything so you're just it can, I guess it could probably feel like Call of Duty in that that regard where you have arenas filled with dudes that you're kind of yeah. moving through in order to get, complete an objective. But it, you know, again, moving through those areas is totally different than I've ever seen in a first-person shooter, and that was super cool. And then once you get to the mech, and then once you start getting to the more original levels, uh, it's it's just kind of mind-blowing. Like it's just, kind of, and it, and it keeps up that pace the whole game. Like I know people have said, like there's a couple of middling chapters, and then the ending was real strong. To me, like it kept getting better and better and better. So I I really dug the whole thing. I I actually and I hardly ever do this. I started the campaign over on uh, master difficulty, and I've been working my way through that as well, just because oh, I want nice. I want the challenge of it. So that's cool. See, I've I've looked at it. Um, I've been a bit busy this week, as I've mentioned, the moving. Um, but I, last night I went out to get dinner for the family, and I went while I was while I was waiting for my order. I popped into the the game store, and I was seriously looking at it because I've heard that. Because it's been sold in between Battlefield One and uh, Call of Duty, it, it, the sales aren't that good. At the from what, but apparently, mm-hmm. from what I've heard, it's better than or as good as these other games. It's just these other games are such big hitters that it's probably suffering in sales. And so, a part of me wants to just support it, just so we see more of games like this. Yeah, I'm I'm super disappointed that EA decided to release this game two weeks after battlefield and like a week before call of duty they've (laughs) basically sent this game out to die and it sucks Mm -hmm. because it's such a good game and and that's part of the reason i want to actually pick it up so i might actually just go do that (laughs) but yeah yeah really good to hear that It's, it's a good game i see a lot of support like that on twitter as well it's just saying um you know hey we if you like original single player campaigns like you should probably put your money down and actually buy this game so yeah yeah, I, I don't know. Like, they, ugh, 
it's there's a level i can't I don't know if you remember it jamie i'm not going to completely spoil it for anyone but there's like a there, there's there, there was a level is like got floating platforms sort of yep. scattered about mm-hmm. and you're like from there to there to there so, oh man some of the just if all first person shooters could do their platform like this game, <laughs> yeah. we would all be super happy. The platforming in this game is beautiful. You never get I'll that talk in about it in a little shooter. bit, but I've been trying to uh, complete the King's Fall raid in Destiny, uh, mm-hmm. me and some other dudes. Yeah. And uh, that has some pretty heavy platforms in it, platforming sections in it. And uh, by God, are those fucking terrible. Like, especially coming <laughs> off of Titanfall 2. Like, Titanfall 2 I think I could jump across a map and land exactly where I would want to land yeah. and in Destiny like I could I could jump like four inches and I would I don't know whether I'm going to get jumped to or I'm going to jump 18,000 feet and just go to a different <laughs> game like it's ridiculous the way the jumping works in that game so I yeah I'd, you, you, yeah. Like, you, you could touch a tiny little ledge and it will bounce you 10 feet or whatever yeah. oh absolutely yeah, the, you know that you know exactly ridiculous. the section that i'm talking about don't you <laughs> yeah are, are you are you talking the bit with the wall of penises as everyone yeah yeah mm-hmm. the penis rams yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah super that bit's a pain that bit it's so funny most like you get across and then there's always like a couple of people just like getting pounded by them things across the arena it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like wait 20 minutes like come on dudes are you the person that's always getting hit then <laughs> i uh the first time we went through i guess this is a good time to go into destiny because i've been playing a lot of destiny so uh um the first time we played it I, I definitely had a lot of troubles and i was like the last person to get across that whole thing hmm. uh and it's strictly because of that like number one i'm playing a warlock and i guess the warlock has kind of a dumb jump double jump anyway like everybody else seems to be able to just like hit the hit another jump in the middle of their jump and go up higher Ooh. the warlock doesn't seem to work like yeah. that at all the you have to kind of has... double tap at the beginning and then just kind of control your descent. And that kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah. The warlock has that horrible float jump. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a horrific <laughs> jump. Look. But I'm not going to like start over with a different character at that no. point. Like that's not going to fucking happen. Um, but the, the overall, like the, de- the King's fall rate is actually quite a bit of fun. If you remove the platforming sections, like I really enjoy the weird mechanics I guess number one, have y'all done this before, Cliff? I, I think you have. Vader, have you done this? Oh yeah, I'm still used to any raid. Okay. What about you, Josh? No, I haven't done any raid yet because it's difficult to find the time and enough people to dedicate that time. So I, yeah. I desperately want to do it, but you know, obviously, because we all live in different times, and it's such a pain. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, they they introduce all of these interesting mechanics, like um. It, and it's really difficult to explain. Like my, my buddy, Brian Wade, who's been on the show before was kind of shepherding me through this as well as a couple of other guys. And he would try to explain the setup to each little section as we got there. And it, he would explain it pretty well, but then we'd get, we'd actually start doing it. And it took us to actually doing it for me to understand like what the hell he was talking about, but you're doing mm-hmm. stuff like trading auras. And like, if you have the certain aura, you can damage a thing. And that's how you actually, you know, take down a boss or something like, and there's all of these different things that you have to do to be able to get that aura and shoot mm-hmm. things in a certain order and all of this other stuff. It's, it's really interesting and cool. And I, I can't help but think like, man, I wish the normal missions had this, <laughs> like not, not to the extent that you need six people, but like the normal missions in that game need a lot more variety. Like why they can't pull some of this stuff from the raids and put it in that main game. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I've, I've, I've said this so many times, like that is what keep kept me locked into those games is raiding sort of two or three times a week with a couple of different characters. Just, I fucking love the raids. The raids are so good. And some of the earlier ones like Vault of Glass, 
that's a spectacular raid. It's so good. And the mechanics, everyone has to be doing their exact thing or it just fails. Like everyone's got their own job to be doing in the mechanic. And yeah, it's uh, super cool. Fucking love the raids, man. So cool. Yeah, I just don't like that they block all the good content behind these barriers of you need six people yeah, um, and of a certain level that you can speak together. It just seems crazy. All this cool content's being blocked by these these barriers that a lot of people just can't get past. The thing is, though, it, it it's kind of an MMO style setup, and most MMOs have this with the with the the, the best content with the raids. It's always been this way. It's yeah, we all know it's not yeah. really an MMO though. <laughs> they keep saying that, but but it yeah, but, but, that, it, it, but it is like it, with <laughs> the with these with this section specifically with these raids it, really, it is exactly yeah, really that is, yeah. it is an mmo like that's there's no other comparison that you can make to it like mm-hmm. it's yes, grinding yes, for better yes, gear yes. and it's doing the same thing over and over with like six or eight guys or, or girls or whatever like it's it's exactly that and it and i i totally get look we still haven't finished it we've ran it twice and both times we just came up on it like you know deadlines like uh Last Friday, uh, a couple of dudes just had to leave. One guy had to go to work. I was 45 minutes late to lunch with my family because I was trying to get it done. <laughs> this week, what, what? Um, one guy had to go. Patty was with us from Twin Humanities. Pat had to he had to jet and go do some other stuff. Brian had to go. Like, you know, if you take three and a half hours to do something, and that's granted, three and a half hours is a long time because we were we had some yeah. new people, and I'm really I'm really bad at platforming. <laughs> the, what uh, what um, raid are you trying? The King's Fall one, where you take down orcs. So you're basically doing the longest and most awkward raid out of all of them. <laughs> yep, yep, that's what it sounds like. Um, yeah, but it's it, it, it is fun. Is. Like we, we got up, we both times we got up to the very end where we were actually taking on uh, orcs, and it was a lot of fun. We just couldn't put everything together. So, mm. oh, so you got all the way to fighting orcs at the end. Yeah, both times. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's that's not too sad. Then that's quite good. Oryx can be awkward, but it, yeah. yeah. Especially it's just a matter of like the communication of calling out like, hey, you need to be like, okay, we're going to number all of these. And like, mm. you need to be on pedestal number two. And okay, whoever's on pedestal two, go now. Whoever's on pedestal three, go now. Like that kind of thing. Like you really need people in there to know what they're doing or yeah. somebody yeah, the, there to kind of walk you through it. So Yeah, the, be- the best way to do it, what we do is like you have where, where the orb is. You have, say, the orb and you have pedestal one, two, three, and then they rotate whenever the orb drops so you always have the same pedestals and it's easy to do and if you lose one you have a switch out yeah there's a couple of mechanics that work perfectly every time it's a shame i couldn't jump in your gate every time you bloody raid i'm not about <laughs> <laughs> i know so, the last time it, we were doing it on a saturday and you were busy and this time we're doing it on friday and now you're open on saturday <laughs> i know i'm just like oh Damn we're gonna be trying it again though like we'll we'll be and obviously we're we're a little bit u.s focused although uh like i said patty was there and we had another guy from europe there who was there today too so if anybody um out there listening wants to join up and josh this of course includes you like mm-hmm. i'm i'm putting calls out on twitter to say like hey we're trying to get a raid organized for you know such and such date like book a couple of hours off and see if you can make it happen so yeah, it's always it's always just the timing of it isn't it yep yeah yeah they've got That's so awkward um, and then I'll finish up just real quick. I haven't played a whole lot of stuff. Um, I actually left off something over here, but I need to put in, um, I played some dark souls one. I had an idea to, uh, recreate my karmic justice, low soul level build on the Xbox mm. one or the backwards compatible version. 
Mm. Um, because there's a possibility that that save may be gone now, which I'm kind of upset about. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and my idea was to do it on stream and kind of make a let's play out of it. And that'll be like my last karmic justice stuff that I ever do. Cause they're probably never going to put that spell in the game anymore. Uh, but it, I just could not get the Xbox to reliably stream whatsoever. I, the whole interface with this Xbox one is just garbage. Like number one, two, every, every, every tutorial I looked up, everyone said, Oh, well, if you want to, um, if you want to start streaming, just say the word, start broadcasting. Well, I don't have a connect. I don't have a mic hooked up. <laughs> like I can't just say start broadcasting. I went out of my way to hook a mic up and it didn't work. Like the three things that I normally use on this stuff didn't work. So I had to go pull out like an old headset from the 360 days, plug that in. And then I didn't have the Twitch app installed. And then once I got the Twitch app installed, I had to like snap it. So now half my screen's gone from the Twitch app. I just, and then even then, once I finally managed to get streaming, it would stream for about five minutes and then, you know, just stop for no reason. It's yeah, really frustrating. Xbox. Um, you can unsnap once you've started recording. You can unsnap it and it will still keep going in the background. But See, it's... I tried that. It just instantly failed. I didn't know if that was me, if, if that was unsnapping it, or if it's just the unreliability of that app to streaming. So Yeah, and like I've done it where it won't stream um, if me and Odin, and I've streamed when it's just me, but when I've tried doing like co-op games, me and Odin streaming together, it just won't do it. Um, <sighs> See, that's so weird. And this is this, it can, coming from the PS4 where this is incredibly easy. easy to do on PS4. Like there's a box to say like, oh yeah, include everybody's audio and hey, are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, sure. Like, there's a button on the controller that just does it. Like, it's just, uh, it was a frustrating experience. Yeah. And, which is uh, really disappointing because I actually have a whole lot of fun. I played the opening section up until Fire, the first time you get to Firelink Shrine, and I had a whole lot of fun playing it. <laughs> I kind of really want to go back to that game now. I don't I don't have a hookup. I don't have, like, a thing hooked up anymore where I could hook up my old uh, capture device. So I'm going to have to figure out a way for all this stuff to work at some point. But, yeah, I had a whole lot of fun with it. So if I can ever get the Xbox One working, I will probably start streaming that. In the meantime, I'll probably start streaming Bloodborne because I want to do a Holy Moonlight Sword run. Uh, well, I, I've been streaming Bloodborne, so if you're ever on, I'm always up for jumping on because I've been streaming Bloodborne lately as well. I'm just so back into that game big time. Huh. Mm. And then the, the last thing I want to talk about is a game. Uh, it's actually an iOS game. and um, It's called Dungeon Warfare. Which is a uh, it's a tower defense game. So you have a map. Enemies come from one side of the map. They're trying to get to your uh, the heart of your dungeon. Hmm. So you're trying to kill all these heroes and knights that are coming to kill you. And uh, you can lay traps. You can have spike traps, poison darts. You have uh, like rolling boulders that will squish people and all this other stuff. I just want to give it a shout out because it was a very great distraction during some pretty terrible mm. nights this week. So <coughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing how, how sometimes some of these little iOS games can just hook you in real bad and just make for some real, real good sort of fun times. It's like just recently I've been playing, I, I mentioned it last time jokingly, but I have been playing the PewDiePie tuba simulator. I'm super hooked into that, just playing that game, like going into bed and just like building up my YouTube studio. And it's 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 free to play, and like you can either watch a couple of ads while you're playing it, or you can pay to skip it. But I'll just leave the ads on, so it doesn't bother me. So, but it's free to play. It's quite an enjoyable game, actually. 
And just fun. to make sure I said the name of the game right, I think I said Dungeon Raid. It's actually Dungeon Warfare. So Dungeon sorry about that. Yeah, I was just going to ask the question there. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it on the website now, on the, the App Store now. It looks pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of um, Gauntlet without the heroes. It's like a dungeon version of Gauntlet, the old game. Are you looking it's at cool. Raid or Warfare? Warfare. Okay, yeah. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't play like Gauntlet. Like it's much more akin to no, like no, Kingdom yeah. Rush or something like that. But yeah. yeah, just all the little hordes of people. The top-down view reminds you yeah, of the old yeah. Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Speaking speaking of dungeon stuff, just while we're there, um, <clears throat> there was some uh, things. Jer- <coughs> Jeremy, I don't know whether I'm mistaken. Are you into Diablo stuff? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because because there was some like Diablo announcements, and obviously they kind of all went over my head. Was it were any of that sort of significant to fucking Diablo? A. Yeah, um, Blizzard is number one. <laughs> Blizzard is doing a uh, they're they're still updating Diablo three, which is I mean they're still updating Diablo two. So like that's not unusual, but like it's still just great that they keep putting new content in that game. Um, they're doing some paid DLC for a mm. new class. They're taking the class uh, Necromancer from Dark from Dark Souls from Diablo Two from Diablo Two, yeah, in, yeah, in Diablo Necro, 3. yeah. So uh, you have your corpse explosions. You have you raise your skeletons. There's something insane like you can have a hundred skeletons on the screen at one time, which is going to be great when you right. have four Necromancers. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they're uh, apparently they're going to remake Diablo One. In the Diablo three engine, yeah. Basically, what they're what they're doing with that, like, I definitely know what they're doing with that because that's super interesting to me because I, I used to play the original ones. Was basically they're doing one super huge dungeon uh, with the four original main bosses from Diablo, but you can all still also add in filters and stuff, so it looks like the original one if you really yeah. wanted to. It's that's it's super fucking cool. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting <laughs> to see what that happens because. Mm. I, I, Diablo One is one of my all-time favorite games. Like I, I played the hell out of that when it came out, and then um, when my wife and I were dating, we played. Me and her both like got a computer, and um, I guess to backdate this story, we were dating, and it was around the time of my birthday. And she goes, "What do you want for your birthday? You've been talking about this Diablo Two game," and I was like, "No, mm-hmm. you don't want to give me Diablo Two because it'll probably destroy our relationship. Like, I'm just gonna be <laughs> real upfront. Like I will probably play more of that than want to spend time with you." So she ends up getting it to my birthday. I end up start playing it. Then I come home from work one day and she started a new character. Then I come home from work one day and she has bought herself a computer and she's telling me we need to hook these two computers up so that we can play together at the same time. (laughs) Um, So we spent hundreds of hours there. (laughs) Do what? That's when you said, will you marry me? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> it's actually not quite the way that story worked out, but it's you know somewhat close. Uh, and then fast forward, you know, ten, twelve years later, however long, and uh, Diablo three comes out. So we tried it out on the three sixty. We both have one hundred percent on the three sixty. And then when it came out on PS four with the Reaper of Souls edition, I bought it on PS four, and we both have the platinum trophy on PS four. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, we both really, really like that game. It's a lot of fun. It's probably some of the best co- couch co-op you'll ever have. Yeah, I gotta say, I was really impressed with the Reaper of Souls PS4 edition. Like they they managed to make that work so well on the control pad. I was really surprised. Yeah, they 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 nailed yeah. it. It's so much fun to play, and it's apparently dramatically different than the PC version, which is yeah, in my mind, I, a good thing. Like you can play both if people want to. So yeah, I bought Diablo three when it first came out on the PC and. Fuck, did I not enjoy it? I was very disappointed because obviously I was a big Diablo 2 fan. So then I've got the Reaper Souls edition on PS4 and that just, yeah, much better. 
much more it was enjoyable. really weird um the Diablo 3 PC launch was very very terrible like the their mm-hmm. loot system just you know you had to grind for incremental upgrades to any of your loot you didn't really have much of an end game it took forever to get through the story the story was kind of bad the story still is very very bad <laughs> um but when they did that they did the same release they did Diablo 3 vanilla for consoles they did for 360 and PS3 and uh, that was the introduction of their new loot system that would have, like, you, you got a lot more legendaries and a lot more fun items. And then they removed the real money auction house. So no longer could you, like, pay money to get items. You just found everything in the game and traded them. That's and right. uh, all of that was just phenomenal. We bought the vanilla version and just were over the moon happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Super cool. cool. I've been sitting, I've been wanting to try the Diablo for a long time, Diablo three. I just never really picked it up, but it, it maybe it maybe it be a fun one to play. I think you would um, enjoy it, Raider. I think you'd be right up your alley. To be fair, where you so like I'd, the original I'd, style board games and stuff, I think you would like it, man. I loved Diablo one. I played the heck out of that. Like, got right down to the bottom and took out the boss, the demon. Um, demon. Yeah, I really, really like Diablo one. Never played Diablo two though. Uh, Diablo 2 is good and uh mm-hmm. it's I mean it's it's probably worth going back to like if you have a PC that can do it you have to feel like it but um and like I don't like seeing you and Odin play video games together like he can probably get down with some Diablo 3 at this point like you could just ignore what the numbers are and just have like oh this is green so it's better like until you get to mm-hmm. the very very end game and start doing like specific builds you don't really need to worry about that stuff and it's a lot of fun to be had before you get to that yeah, yeah cool. I will say yeah, uh just just run through the story on the easiest difficulty you can and get through that bullshit because after you finish the story once you open uh, adventure mode which is where you just go do random shit in the world and it's way way better <laughs> <laughs> the story is like 90% of the time somebody talking at you and it's just it's just terrible and, and it sucks yeah I, I get bored of that stuff I think I actually tried there was a demo you could play for free like a good chunk of it on Mac and I think I, I played a bit of that but my Mac back then wasn't very good and so it didn't run the best. So I have tried a bit of it, but yeah, I might get it for the PS3, PS4, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's a very good what, adaption to controller, man. It's really good. Yeah. While we've been play, what, uh, talking about it, I've been like on the website and it's just repeating a necromancer, like little like gif of like him just exploding heaps of turns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We uh we kind of burned out on the game. Like they've been continually updating it with new stuff, and um like they've they've got a thing now where you can get a legendary item, and a legendary item is legendary because it has like a certain like trait or a certain thing that attribute that it can do. So like yeah. one might be that it doubles your movement speed, or one might be that it doubles your attack speed, or or something. You can actually like use something in the game and pull that attribute off, and then equip it just without the legendary item. So it gives you this incredible flexibility of builds where you're not relying upon a Moonlight Greatsword to shoot like a, a thing anymore. You could take that ability from the Moonlight Greatsword and just equip it on your character. So you can get like crazy flexible with it. It's really interesting. Nice. I like that you use Dark Souls to explain the mechanics to us because you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> there's legendary items in, in Diablo, but like I don't remember the names and like. I mean, there's one that makes you cluck like a chicken. Like, there's goofy oh, stuff God. in there too. But yeah, it, it's yeah. Dark Souls was the easy thing to go to there. <clears throat> yeah, no, I liked it. I like it. <laughs> Josh, have you uh, ever played any of the the Diablos? Uh, I tried the second one many, many moons ago. Um, back when I was kind of dabbling into PC games a little bit. Uh, 
it was all right, but, but I don't really think I had enough time to dedicate to it at the time. So I kind of just let that one pass me by. And I've wanted to pick up the third one for ages um, and sort of co-op it, but I just I haven't got around to it because I've got so much other stuff to get through at the moment that it just doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't really fit in. But in the future, when things are calmed down, I can get a second controller. I think I might pick it up. I must, I must say your 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 list of games to be played is pretty fucking crazy. You do like, I swear you put like everything on your list. It's, it's, I do actually. I don't know how you have time to ever play any video games ever. I don't. I don't. I'm just I'm just stocking up for the event of like an I don't know. <laughs> If I get snowed in or something that way, if I can't leave the house, as long as I've got electricity, I'm sorted. <laughs> cool. Oh, dear. So what what have you been playing then, Josh, while we're on that note? What have you been playing? <sighs> right, I've gone back and I've played uh, the Batman Return to Arkham collection. Hmm. I'm interested yes. to hear your thoughts on this because I've been I'm and an about getting it, so... Mm. It's actually... It's really good. Um, I'm surprised that um given how people have been sort of kind of putting it down because they said that technically it's not as good as they thought it would be yeah. but I, I honestly think that it's it's actually really nice what they've done to it um the people are kind of right when they say that the well they say that the atmosphere is gone particularly when you're playing asylum because they kind of got rid of the the grain and it doesn't make it look so murky but mm. honestly i can't really tell that much of a difference it's still got the dark brooding atmosphere and the dark tone to it and it just uh, the um the (laughs) outfits in particular like you can really see where the detail has gone in because obviously we're using uh is it unreal 4 i think they're running now yeah this one yeah so you can really see what the engine is capable of giving them in terms of power if you're able to sort of um try and get the character in a position where you can the the actual character model properly and you can see like the proper textures of the outfits and how the textures sort of change from like say the cowl to the actual suit and everything it just it looks absolutely incredible um yeah would you say it's one of those things where where people say oh it's lost its goominess would you would you only really sort of notice it if you had them side by side kind of thing but if you're just playing it you're like you don't you're just like well it's, it's, it's batman yeah, definitely. I think it's the yeah. kind of thing where you'd have to have the previous experience of the older game or the older version of the game, should I say, um, to really notice it properly. I think if if you're going to just sort of jump in and claim this is your starting point, I don't really think it would be enough to sort of raise a complaint out of you. Um, <coughs> it, I mean, it's not like say like the, say the worst example of it is with the Silent Hill. HD collection when they took the the graininess and the the fog out of that, you know the kind Sacrilege. of yeah exactly it kind of it lost the artistic feel because obviously yeah. that's all part of the world. Whereas this one it doesn't feel like what they've changed detracts from the world. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it benefits it, but it doesn't feel like it detracts from it either. So you can kind of yeah. give it a pass because it doesn't it doesn't do anything to hamper your experience. Um, mm-hmm. And when I was playing Asylum, this is actually the I think it's what the ninth. <laughs> ninth time i've played it now so i'm just basically just going through the motions i know exactly where i'm going exactly what i'm doing at all times i just sit back and say this game is amazing and i love it but what i will say is i think a lot of people are going to hate me for this actually uh, i actually prefer city to asylum i've always considered it to be a better game personally mm. um i knew you were going to disagree with <laughs> a anyway, i knew it my first, my first proper episode and i knew that we wouldn't see eye to eye on this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
I, I just I always have. I feel that it strikes the balance perfectly between obviously you've got the constricted area yeah. that Asylum gives you, but then in Arkham Knight they give you I fancy they give you too much. The the open world they give you, although it looks nice, it's just too a little much. bit yeah, it's yeah. just too yeah. much. I mean, it's nice to be able to sort of really go around it in the Batmobile and everything because that is what being the Batman is all about. But they just give you too much and it's kind of overwhelming and you haven't really got too much to do. Whereas in city just kind of, it's, it takes the best of both worlds where you've got kind of like a, an open world, but you've still got the linearity of it as well. So the, I mean, I know city like the back of my hand, I know exactly where to go to get to whatever I'm doing. Um, and I just feel that the, again, the tonality of it is absolutely spot on. I prefer the story as well, I think that the story is is better set up. I don't really care too much for the whole um, Bruce Wayne thing at the start, like Bruce Wayne getting into politics and all that. But obviously, it needs it needs a setup. Um, mm. But yeah, I've always preferred City. And although, I, I, go on, I, I, will, I will say I definitely agree with you on the on the point that it is more balanced than with, with, with your open world and your, your linear areas, as you say, Arkham was definitely far too open mm-hmm. at Arkham night. Yeah. And obviously your Arkham asylum was just basically a run off corridors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really sort of enjoyed uh, Arkham Asylum's story bar the final mm-hmm. boss. That's mm-hmm. just, I, I thought the final boss was dumb as balls. It was. Yeah. It was. But, definitely. Do you know what? Like coming to think of it now, like all these, I'm like asylum, asylum. Coming to think of it, I think I might actually be city in asylum. Might be kind of on a level for me. I think actually, yeah, I could understand it, yeah. why. Yeah, I could understand why. And it's only because mm. although I've I've played <clears throat> asylum nine times now, I've spent a bigger amount of actual time in city. I think I've yeah. I'm in probably coming up. 300 hours i've put because this is like the third iteration of it i've done i did the, the 360 version the ps3 version and now this version so <laughs> all of that put together is probably <laughs> close to 300 hours now but it wasn't until this playthrough that i noticed that the story in city is actually quite short when you sit hmm. there and you you think about it i didn't realize just how short it was until i went through it on this latest run you can do it in about yeah. five and a half six hours really yeah if you, if you just mainline it and not do any of the side stuff then yeah but yeah get through about five yeah, yeah. you can but then the, i kind of like that because it means you've got like a quite a, a pretty good story which is it doesn't overstay its welcome so yeah you know you can get like you can finish it and think that was quite a good story i enjoyed that now i've got at least 40 hours worth of just stuff to do you know i've got all the riddler stuff and all the side quests and and all that so that most of the time i find most of the time i find is actually spent um just sort of going around the world and doing all the extra stuff and that's where the meat of the the gameplay is and everything so but i've i've been deliberately putting off playing these games again because i knew they were going to be re-released and it was it's the same with bioshock when that came out i was tend to sort of make a point of playing those games on an annual basis but yeah. because I knew that they were definitely being re-released, I thought I'd actually put it off, and I'm glad I did because it's really, I just, I just love those games so much. Absolutely adore them. Yeah. Well, one thing I have heard, I don't know whether you've noticed it at all, but I've heard that there's a lot of frame rate issues in these the, versions. 
there is, but then I I do seem to recall there being a few frame rate issues with the last versions as well. So I don't I don't let it stop me from actually enjoying it too much because I do seem to remember, especially um, like say if you're surrounded by a group of guys and then every time you take out the last one when you've got like this sort of the cinematic camera, yeah. I always found the frame rate was just awful <laughs> on that in the in the last game. So you know I yeah. just think well it's, it's obviously a problem that's just been taken from iteration to iteration. So they might genuine have... remake yeah mm. definitely you know so <laughs> keep I mean, you authentic i mean it, we we all know that if they actually did bring dark souls over to the ps4 that they probably wouldn't be able to smooth out uh blight town so <laughs> yeah, there's no saving that i mean it's gone it's no, saving blight town. no it's completely fucked, I, I, basically. I don't know what was the pc version of blight town like was that I think that might, I don't know. I've never played it on PC. I should have done. They uh, <laughs> the original version, as released on the Games for Windows Live marketplace, mm. had this exact same problems. Everything was locked to thirty frames per second. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and um, at, but as soon as the game got released, that dude released uh, DS Fix, which DS allows fix, you yeah. to uncap it, and then ha- people had no problems. It's it's actually kind of weird if you go look up let's plays of people playing on PC and they get to Blight Town. <laughs> it's very bizarre to see them going through Blight Town at a just a smooth no problems rate. yeah <laughs> but um do you guys remember the jump to get the uh the other katana in blight town and upper yeah. blight town mm-hmm. yeah. if you uh if you're operating at more than 30 frames per second it's impossible to get that jump you have to you oh, have really? to drop you have to drop it down to 30 for, for you to make contact correctly yeah, you're, you're literally landing on the very edge aren't you mm-hmm. when you do when you do that that's funny oh, see <laughs> Even modern day concessions come in modern day problems. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Yeah. First world problems, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can't oh, get a no. katana. <laughs> cool. But no, you're you're enjoying them though. The uh have you have you are you still playing them or have you played through a bit or uh I blitzed through Asylum because like I said, I know exactly what I'm doing in that game. So yeah. I just, just sat there and absolutely caned it. Um, I finished the story in City and I'm just basically everything story-wise is done. I'm just sort of doing all the side quests now. So I think it would be one of those games for me where because I know it inside and out, it would be one of those podcast games for me where I just want to relax and I can listen to something while I'm playing it and just sort of dick about really. Cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, absolutely loved them. And I'm glad to have played them again. Some of my favorite games ever. Excellent. I might, when I find some uh, time when I'm not, in another universe with a stupid thing on my head, I might, uh, <laughs> might have to give it a blast. I'll give it a blast. Uh, <clears throat> so what else you've been digging into? Um, so the other thing I've been playing recently is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, what a good game. Yes. What a fucking yes. good game. Yes. That was, that, that's been, I don't know, probably about 40 hours I'll put into that now. I've done the story. Um, it was all right. The story was it was fine. It was functional, but that's what I expect from Tomb Raider game because they've never yeah. really had nah. you know exemplary stories apart from perhaps Angel of Darkness, which I'm going to get a lot of hate for. <laughs> You're brave. That, yeah, that's fine. I wanted to put my opinion out there. I still think it's got the best story of the rest of them. I really do. Gameplay wise, is rubbish, but I think that the story is actually fantastic in that game. Um, so mm-hmm. the story in this one is. It's all right. It's this functional. It's just this typical Tomb Raider stuff. You think, ah, it's all right. It's just kind of like an action film, I suppose. Um, but the the gameplay of it is is absolutely fantastic. Although I do miss having a, a cover system 
I really do because the amount of times that I wanted some cover just so that I can actually try and assess the situation with what small time I had. And I, mm. I appreciate that it, it makes you think on the fly, which is fine. But sometimes when you're surrounded by guys and they're all throwing grenades at you and you just kind of wish you had just a cover system to kind of break it all down a little bit. And it would just, it made me laugh because as obviously I've been playing mafia not too long before that. And mafia has got, a cover system in it that is frankly broken and shit but this one doesn't have a cover system at all so i've gone from one extreme to another extreme and it's kind of yeah. made me appreciate the pros of each one if that makes sense um so the, but in terms of the actual like the platforming obviously it's it's too made it's stellar i'd much rather play this for its platforming than any uncharted game uh, just because i've always been just massive tomb raider fan and this one did not disappoint. I've really enjoyed all the, the challenge tombs and some of the puzzles in there were the kind of puzzles where they were challenging, but it only took me sort of about five, 10 minutes at most to really figure them out. Um, so they didn't really sort of get frustrating, um, which made a nice change. Uh, yeah, but so the, it looks absolutely amazing as well. That game it is a very, very pretty game that. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it is a very, very good-looking game. Yeah, 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 and it knows it as well. It knows it, and it shows it off at every opportunity it can. Those, yeah, those initial first scenes where you're in the snow climbing up the side of the mountain, you've got like all the the snow drift coming across mm-hmm. and looking yeah. out. Damn, that that looks fucking stunning. When I remember when I first played it, I was just taking pictures, just like Ooh, picture, picture, <laughs> picture, picture. I was like, I need to stop taking pissing pictures, or I'm never gonna fucking finish the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I only took one. I thought I'll limit myself to one picture, and then I thought that that'll do. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just one of those games where I felt compelled to just continue playing, and I just I, I took care of every area as I went through it, so. I kind of I tried to get as much stuff, collectible stuff as possible, and then when I knew that I was coming to the end of it, because it just seemed like oh, this is obviously going to be the climax. I went through and took care of all the other collectible stuff, and actually managed to get the hundred percent completion on it. And that was that was time very well spent, in my opinion. And yeah, awesome. I, I just I wish I could just give it sort of game of the year, but I can't because obviously it's from last year. So it's a shame, really, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you, when you come down to see me, you'll have to bring it bring it with you because uh, yeah, it's got a VR thing in it, isn't it? It has, yeah. So you can do the yeah. Croft Manor part. Yeah, so I will. Yeah. Uh, I'll bring it with me. Yeah. Apparently, that makes you super sick, though. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently that that apparently that one can cause super VR sickness, which is awesome. We'll, we'll find out because I've never used a VR unit in my life, so we'll soon find out. <laughs> we'll soon find out. I'll bring a bucket. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Rad. Yeah. A- a- any of you dudes uh, play Tomb Raider, like Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah, I, played I haven't it played the. the uh, yeah, I haven't played the most recent one. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll eventually rent it at some point and run through. I enjoyed the first one, so. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. played it last year with the Xbox. Um, and it, the biggest shame about the Tomb Raider is that no one talked about it then, and now everyone's mm. praising it. Whereas, yeah, it was it was still good last year. <laughs> It's because oh, yeah. Xbox, but Xbox was a dirty word last year, wasn't it? Still, mm, but now there's a fucking their Xbox yeah. coming back to being like the, the the beautiful gods again, aren't they? Yeah, because PS Pro. Well, everyone's just mugging off PlayStation for PS4 Pro, and Scorpion's just so fucking amazing. It's the same yeah. fucking machine. Anyway, I'm not even going to go down this road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. The Scorpion's not out for another year, so it's... Yeah, it's true. not, but there you go. Same machines. They're both 4K machines. They do the same thing. Hmm. End of that. Yeah. But there we go. Rise of Tomb Raider. I totally agree. Fucking awesome. Game. It's really yeah. good. It's really yeah. good. And me and uh, Josh, we talked about this on Twitter. I really like that you can... This, all the side stuff is doable throughout the main game. Like, <laughs> yeah. I finished the game 90-odd percent completion. Um, and it, without too much of grinding or searching or hunting and repeating stuff, it kind of just, you find it as you go and you feel like you can and it's easy to explore. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a very well well laid out game. Yeah, it's but, very much... Sorry, it's, I was going to say, so there's no grinding for Vader in that game now. <laughs> no, it's, it's Jeremy that does the grinding through the... <laughs> <laughs> so funny my yeah. wife called you out on that jeremy <laughs> <laughs> we, we all missed it we all missed the joke at the time but my wife picked it up so yeah sorry jeremy super good <laughs> you don't have to apologize <laughs> yeah but it's it's quite a lot like um like batman in that respect where basically all the collectible stuff towards the back end of the game is just stuff that you couldn't get because you didn't have the particular thing you needed so you can go back there and just think oh i've actually got this thing now so Mm. um yeah so i'll go back and get the rest of the collectible stuff and none of it was really too difficult there were a couple of it was mainly um but trying to sort of burn the posters and whatnot because those posters are so well hidden that uh yeah 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 Yeah, but uh, absolutely love it's a shame because I've been wanting to play it for a long time but at the time when it came out on the Xbox it didn't have the Xbox at the time and then by the time I did buy one it was due to be coming out on the PS4 anyway so I thought as much as yeah. I wanted I wanted it badly I thought well I would much prefer to play it on its home console <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm glad I did yeah absolutely spot on it's, it's a very good package as well what you get with the PlayStation version actually because you pretty oh, much get everything didn't you yeah it's amazing yeah you think it was only 40 quid as well. You'd think for a, a game that comes with that amount of content, you usually pay an extra, well, 30 on top of that. Yeah, you end up paying like 70 quid. Yeah, exactly. Edition. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. Very yeah. cool, very cool. Yeah. Um, there's only other one game. I mean, I've got two left on my list, but obviously we're conscious of time. So there's only one other game I really wanted to talk about, and that was because it happened to arrive two days early, and that was Dishonored 2. you've been looking forward to this one huh josh oh i've been looking forward to this one for a long time big big fan (laughs) of the first one i'm I'm a big stealth game man anyway it's one of my my top game genres i mean i'm fairly crap at it unless it's metal gear i'm pretty crap at it but i've always enjoyed stealth games so i've been looking forward to this one and uh, i was quite chuffed to see this (coughs) turned up two days early so i thought well i'd better try and get some time in in time for the show did did you did you pre-order it Yes, I did actually. That's that's why you got it two days early. Then anyone that pre-ordered it got it uh, early. I thought it was just a day early. I didn't realize it was two. No, because they shifted the uh, release date from Friday to Thursday, so you should have got it on the Wednesday. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I had that's right there, early yeah. in the morning, saying it'd been dispatched, and that was on Wednesday when I was at work. Mm. And then I thought, oh, that's fine. It will be there tomorrow. Then, and I got home, and it was there on Great Wednesday. Day, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because uh, that was via uh, shop two. So yeah, that explain it. I did actually hear about that. I just completely forgot. Um, yeah, because I, I I received mine yesterday, but I haven't even managed to take it out of the fucking box yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, that's why I wanted to try and get just a little bit of time into it. I think 
Um, because it actually tells you in this one in the pause menu how long you've actually been doing your particular mission. So I think I've put in uh just over three hours into it now. Uh just mm. finished the first mission. Obviously, because it's only just come out, I can't really say anything about it for spoilers. So Yeah, but, obviously, uh, but mechanics wise, how how's it playing in comparison? So obviously for the first game, how's it feeling? Tighter, cleaner? It does. It feels a lot cleaner, but I can't even really go too much into detail with that because it ties into the story of it as well. I mean, yeah, Yeah, yeah. you'll you'll see when you get there, but I mean, I don't know how it reflects depending on what character you choose. I went for Corvo just because I wanted it to be, I played him in the last game. I want to play him in this game as well and have my initial experience with him. Yeah, I think I'm going to be a Corvo man because by the looks of things, Corvo is a bit more stabby stabby than mm. Emily. Emily seems to be more super stealth, so yeah. I like to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, and Corvo looks fucking cool. That mask he wears, it does. Although rack. it's just so, it's just so strange how you take a silent protagonist and suddenly he has a voice. It's just so jarring. <laughs> oh you know? yeah, oh, yeah. Gee, yeah. Yeah, it is a bit weird, and and he's kind of got like a very Adam Jensen voice, you know. He's very deep and gruff and and all that, and it seems it seems a bit ham fisted. But you think, ah, you know what? It's, it's a bit cheesy, but I can live with that. Um, yeah, so I can't really. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, I, I suppose maybe like because you've only spent a couple of hours, it maybe it kind kind because we're so as you say, we're so used to him not talking. Mm, maybe yeah. like it just it might just take a little bit of time to sort of get used to him nattering. Maybe we'll have yeah. to hear 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 next time and see uh, see see what the difference is. Mm, yeah, definitely. But I mean, mm. it's it's not too bad. Really. You can cope with it. Um, but yes, yeah, so I can't talk about the mechanics too much because it does tie into the story. Um, it it looks really good. I must say, it's they've definitely put a lot of work into recreating Dunwall again. Um, it's it's just absolutely stellar to look at. It's one of those places where. Obviously, because it is made by some of the guys who made City 17. So it's one of those places where it's very much about the attention to detail, and, you know, the environmental storytelling. And they do a fantastic job of conveying that through this one as well. Um, yeah, so I haven't put too much time into it. But what I have played, I'm really enjoying, I must say. It's kind of like every every area you get to is, is a typical stealth game in which you've got a set amount of enemies and it is very much a puzzle on how you're going to go about, you know, are you going to kill them all? Or are you going to manage to sneak past them or, or whatnot? And yeah, I'll be able to talk about it next time when everyone else has had a chance to play it. But um, so far what I've played, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, question. Yeah. Is Can you play Dishonored 2 without playing Dishonored 1? Or is it just not worth it? It does tie into the story from the first one, yeah. So you might you could put you could probably read a rundown of this. Yeah, if well, you I mean, really was... didn't want to play the first one. Yeah, well, I said to somebody at work today because he he um, bought it <clears> out on the Xbox, and he said he didn't play the first one. And I said well, it does tie in with the story, but to be honest, the story of the first one is kind of loose. So you could probably just yeah. read up on it and get the gist of it and think, okay, I've got enough now to really continue with the game and not feel like I'm actually disjointed from the world. Um, so you could probably do that. Because you said you're, you're playing as Corvo to continue your story or your progression from the first one, just mm. so you have that feel. So if someone came new to it and they just played as, what's the, what's the girl's name? Emily. Uh, I didn't know it. Emily. Emily. Emily, yeah. Um, would, that, would that help? 
like if they just took her because she's new to the games isn't she uh she's new to the game she is a character from the first game she's just sort yeah, of grown okay. up in this one so uh you do kind of see um the exposition between her and corvo and you see relationship between them uh obviously so like i said i can't go into it too much but once you see the relationship between them and it certainly helps if you have the relationship from the previous game as well in conjunction with the situation that you're in right at the start of the game um but you could probably read up on it or just maybe like watch a video of just the cutscenes or something. And that would give you enough to go on. I wouldn't say you'd necessarily need to go through the entire game. Um, yeah. Cause it's, yeah, the, I think the, the actual gameplay, it's got the, obviously it's got the story that, that sort of carries it, but that story kind of takes a bit of a backseat compared to like the actual targets you have to take out within the game. So yeah, I'd just say, do you probably just read it and then just go into the second one? Because I've got the first one on PS3, but I just never seem to turn the PS3 on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they, they do do a version of this one where if you buy it, you get the definitive edition for free. Edition for PS4, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can actually have that. Although the, the definitive edition I found didn't actually really look as good as I was hoping for. It didn't really do anything to change it. Oh. I think all they did, all I think all they did was 1080p. I don't think they added any extra texture work or anything like that. No, they I don't believe just, so. They just bumped it up to 1080p. Yeah. So it's standard. It comes free with the Dishonored two. You get the some editions. One you it. have to buy the right oh. thing. I think. I think they was doing some deals. I think. Yeah. I don't think it's too dear though. Really. No. Nah. No, it's only like an extra uh, tenner, I think, on top of it. Because obviously the definitive edition has been out so long now that you can pick it up pretty cheap anyway. <laughs> Not here. It's still $80, the, the definitive edition of the first, first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always forget the old country likes to bleed you dry for money. <laughs> yeah. That's like £40. <laughs> That's the full price of a brand new game almost. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like 10 bucks. Uh, 20 bucks cheaper than, than that Dishonored 2 Dishonored 2 is 100 with a t-shirt and then Dishonored oh, 1 is Jesus. 80 see th- this is one of the reasons why I now rent shout out to uh, Dom Dom you're a ledge over at Boomerang Games mm. uh, yeah he's yeah. really cool he's, he's yeah, yeah, he's super cool dude like, I, de- I deal with him all the time now he's, he's basically I've had a few things like he basically my mate had some issues with his account Dom sorted it out for me straight away got all that sorted Super great customer service, awesome. Just like cool. I, I pretty much get my games on day one of release, no problems. And at the moment, my my list on Boomerangs is literally like fifteen VR games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we just um, need that here. Bring yeah. Boomerang to NZ. Uh, super cool, super cool. But that's what so, I've been playing. So then, Vader, what you been playing? I can't imagine that. Have you been playing much considering you moved houses? <laughs> I've been playing the game of uh, moving boxes. <laughs> He's been yeah, playing I, moving boxes. <laughs> I've been playing Tetris with moving trucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not a whole lot. I've just got internet yesterday, as I mentioned earlier. So I've been, I'm kind of really annoyed. I got uh, into the Gwent beta hmm. and I got the email like on Monday, Tuesday. And I've been sitting there waiting like all week to get the internet. Come on, internet guys. And I kept mucking around. Um, and finally got on yesterday, got home from work. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just play games all night. Sat down, tried loading up the, 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 the code. And it's like, already been redeemed. It's like, what do you mean it's already been redeemed? 
<laughs> so, and so I figured I must have because it kind of the Xbox. You, Jeremy, you mentioned you had problems with the the uh, Twitch app and trying to stream with the Xbox. I just yeah. find the Xbox you, uh, user interface just terrible. Like the operating system is so it's... clunky and yeah fiddly and it's always jumping to things you have no idea why and so it when i hit redeem it kind of did something weird and then so i hit and so i think it loaded and but i can't work out how to download it if i have already if i if i have redeemed it i can't find it what you need to go to is there's a tab where you go to my games and there's a tab for ready to download yeah yeah it's not in there yeah well that's fucked then (laughs) so i I was super excited to play. I really like Gwent. I've got the physical versions. I got both the DLCs with the physical versions. Um, and I played the physical Gwent with Odin occasionally. Mm. And I was looking really looking forward to playing this beta. Um, but so, yeah, I didn't play that. So oh. it's a game I didn't play. Oh, that's <laughs> just, just real quick, because um, I, I don't know if either one of you tried. I know, actually, Vader, you told me you tried your codes. I got into the Steep beta on PS4. Just yep. this past like weekend, I guess it's open this weekend, or it's a closed beta this weekend. It's an open beta next weekend. But they gave me three codes to get other people into it, and all three were already redeemed by the time that I gave them out, which seems yeah. really bizarre to me. Mm. Yes, that was the next thing. Next thing I was just about to move on to is that I <laughs> I went to switch over the PS4 to try the steep. I was like, oh, at least I can play some steep. Thanks, Jeremy. Nope, <laughs> that doesn't work either. Uh, yeah, so. I don't know what the deal with that is. But and by the way, that game is cool, and I hope that it's twenty dollars when it releases. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not going to be twenty dollars. I can tell you that now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it just yeah. seems weird. Like it happened. It, it does seem to happen that sometimes, like. They'll hand out these beta codes. I swear they must hand the same code out to a few people and just like whoever gets it gets it. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. I had that this week actually, because I had um Call of Duty turn up and I thought, well, it came with some extra stuff for Infinite Warfare. And I thought, well, I don't really care about Infinite Warfare. I bought it from Warfare. So I'm not really gonna mm. use this code. And I put a call out on Twitter to see if anybody wanted it. And a few random people just actually got in contact and said, I'll have it. And some guy added me on playstation and said can you send me the code so i sent him the code and he tried to redeem it and it just wasn't working so there seems to be a thing going on with just codes not being able to redeem themselves at the moment that's a brand that's see that's weird though that's a code out of a brand new game though eh? yeah because he that's asked me he weird. said he said did, did you get the code from an email or something i said no the code was in the box he said i'm i'm giving it to you because i have no interest in using it so i obviously haven't redeemed it myself it's just brand new out of the box so I don't know. Yeah, I ain't got a clue. Very weird. Strong. But games that I have actually played and the games I haven't played, um, this month, Xbox Gold, you get I Am Alive. And I played a bit that this morning. I've played it. I think I got it free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I must have. Because I played it like three years ago on, on PlayStation but never finished it. Um, and I really like it. It's a really cool game. Uh, it's... Do you guys do you guys aware of this game or know this game? Yeah, I know this game. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm okay, familiar with it. I, I think I played it a little bit of it at some point, but I just didn't. I didn't really get into it. Yeah. Yes, um, it it came out I think before the last The Last of Us, and it has the exact kind of same setting sort of thing, except there's no clickers. There's just uh, humans, but it's like the world is the game starts and your main guy has 
just gone on well before the world kind of went on to a huge disaster he just flew across the states i think he's from new york originally i think that's where it is set around that place uh, maybe boston i don't know around that the kind of the north northeast um part of the us and he had just flown to like los angeles and then the, the, the huge disaster and he spent a year walking back um trying to get back home to his wife and his, his child and that's where the game starts is right on the outskirts of his little home the home like his home suburb um so it's a survival game. I I know I, I really like it. It's a simple. It was only a DLC game, I believe. Like so, it's a lot cheaper. Um, it's not as big as The Last of Us. Mm. I really like the combat in it. It's real kind of janky and a bit awkward, but it kind of when you get it and you 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 get into scenarios where you're actually fighting, it really feels like you're um, um, Denzel Denzel uh, Washington in um, Book of Eli. Book of Eli. It's really, you get, you, like when you can plot these smooth kind of like combat situations, you just feel like real badass and it's like, it's, it has a real cool feel to it. Um, and I, re, I yeah, I just, I think it, yeah, the scenarios are really cool. Like you'll get your people walk up to you and you can assess the situation and like there'll be certain people who they'll be hostile, but, but you can back away and then they'll calm down and you'll get like the bandit, like the, the rough guys will come at you. And if you can't, you kind of act and you play, you play dumb, you kind of play like coy and you're like, oh, you, you, you guy puts his hands up and you can let them come at you. And then because I think you're just giving up, you can, um, you can kind of take a guy out with a stealth kill, like a, a quick kill because he's not expecting it, um, surprise kill. Um, and then it freaks all the other guys out and you can play on like the different enemies have different uh, states of mind. So some are more timid or, or scared. And so you can target them first uh yeah it's really cool like and you can you've got a gun with no bullets but you still can pull it out and they don't know you've got no bullets and so they'll still like pause and, and hold and like and you can like make people surrender it's it's yeah i really like it's really simple but it's it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun and i think it works quite well um and the story's told through your your, your video uh, video camera which you record like like i guess vlogs <laughs> on and that's how the story seems to be told between like chapters or um of the game it, it plays the main character like describing stuff and it's, and it's it, yeah it's fun um I'm, I'm glad i've got it again it's reminded me i need to finish it so i'm playing through a game on the xbox it's a backwards com- compatible game so it's xbox 360 but it's, it works on the xbox one but Leo, so you're actually using your xbox for a change yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though you hate that thing, <laughs> oh, I don't necessarily hate it. There's some cool games. It's just they don't. They still, I still don't find it's it. The, it's the UI games to make it. Yeah, the UI I don't like. Yeah, and and there's just not enough games for me to really play on it. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna choose a game, I'd rather just pick it on the PS4. Play, yeah, you're only gonna pick up yeah. obviously the um exclusives for the Xbox, really, aren't you? Yeah, and that's what I got for, and that's what I got. I got it. I was able to play Tomb Raider. Um, Quantum Breakers was great. Uh, there's a bunch of games that I've played, and I've really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I'm actually getting another Xbox. I got a free Xbox with my internet connection. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's fucking insane. <laughs> I'm getting an uh, Xbox S, and I'm trying to decide if I should uh, swap, like, copy everything across the S, and then trade in my old one to go uh, towards. Yeah. The- yeah, yeah you should absolutely do that. <laughs> you should absolutely do that. Totally agree with Jeremy. Um, or yeah. just sell that. Well, the, the S I could get more money for. So if I sell the S, I'll have more money to go towards the VR or something like that. 
But the, you're never going to look back just, and go like, oh man, nah. I'm so glad I have this low powered console for the Xbox one. You're never going to think that to yourself. No. <laughs> so keep yeah, the, the, the high end one and sell it. And yeah, sell the, the, S, the S is 7% faster. It's smaller. It's quieter. It doesn't have a big fucking power brick. Yeah. 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 That's uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm getting another S. So just <laughs> kind of funny. Fucking Mr. Swish over here. Look at me with my three consoles. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but the dumb thing is trading in though. I'll probably get like a hundred, like a hundred bucks for it for like a four hundred dollar yeah. console. That's, that's, right, that's enough yeah. for a cup of coffee over there, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, look at this, Jeremy. You got someone else to gang up on me. <laughs> I know. This is perfect. <laughs> If I happen to not be here, I know that someone is going to make fun of you for going on Grinder, and it's going to be Josh. This is going to be perfect. <laughs> Don't worry. I do the photoshops for the, the thumbnails, so I can always... <laughs> <laughs> There'll be some funky pictures of Josh and Jeremy. <laughs> um, I can handle that. And the other... I'm going to talk about this... Uh, I'll switch game. I'll talk about my number three game. Uh, just tried it quickly. I've actually been waiting for this game because uh, I saw it. it. I know I never knew it was going to be great, but just it's another couch co-op game I can play with Odin. It's called Super Dungeon Bros. That's a sick name. <laughs> it's, it, it's weird. It's like a, a twin stick shooter, but with swords. So I still okay. don't really know how it kind of works. It's not that great, but it, oh, I think it's going to be one of those right. games where it would be fun with just laugh with a few like mates, like especially like local. Although it is online cop as well, um, I think that's where it's going to shine. Is going to have a bunch of like a few friends around and just having a laugh at just ridiculousness. It's yeah, I don't know. I have only played it for like twenty minutes. It's going to be fun with Odin, um, and that's what I'll play it with. It was free. It just came out, but it was free with Xbox Gold. So hey, can't complain. <laughs> um, but yeah, nothing to write home about. That's for sure. Um, the final game is unworthy and i got sent this this is actually an alpha um i got sent it it's just a in, small indie game love indie uh, games uh it darks <laughs> you guys are gonna laugh it dark souls like 2d side scroller oh here we go um and someone sent it to me send me the actual whole file so i probably can send it to you guys i don't know what if there's any rules about it i'll just send you guys it's play only plays on windows um it's only 160 megabytes so it's simple some it's really simple it's it's almost like going back to your atari level pixel graphics like mm. it's there's like three or four color like shades of gray <laughs> um whoa <laughs> and i'll see if i can see the links you guys can have a look um but yeah, I've actually quite enjoyed it. I mean, it's very hard. It's got a stamina system. Uh, it plays quite smoothly. I'm still trying. I haven't worked out how the block works. It seems to like almost maybe if you got full stamina, it will block automatically for the first hit or something like that. Because there's no button as like, far as I can tell for block. But I have block stuff, so so I'm yet we're trying to work that out. Um, it doesn't have the same leveling system as souls, but there is like a souls. you still get a souls counter, but it's sin in this. Um, so you, uh, I'm assuming that's going to be currency for buying gear, but not for leveling up. You mm. level up and your levels. So as you progress, get experience, you it automatically levels you up. 
and you've got no control of your stats. It's just got your basic attack, defense, hit points, and stamina that just increase, it seems, every level. Um, but it's, I've just popped a link in the, the chat if you guys want to have a quick look. Yeah, see, um, it's pretty cool. I'm looking it's, at it's, it a cool, yeah. it's a cool style. Um, it's actually, for, for how simple the graphics are, it's actually quite nice looking. Mm. That it kind of reminds the, me of, uh, sorry, uh, Sultan Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah. Glance, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Well, yeah, Sonic mm. Change is a lot nicer and got fancy modern graphics, or at least the mm. art style. This is this is oh, yeah. straight computer pixel graphics. Glance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, so it's a lot simpler than Sonic Sanctuary gameplay wise and mechanics wise. <laughs> Thing is, though, like the gameplays don't always make uh, great graphics. Exactly. No. Exactly. Um, and for, for that was a, that, do you know I what know I just realised? That was the sense. worst sentence <laughs> yeah. out of my mouth ever. Great graphics do not make a good game is which I'm, what I meant to say. Then. I knew exactly what you meant. I knew exactly you what you meant. It. You could tell I'm on the goddamn whiskey tonight, can't you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> on the juice, on the juice. Um, yeah, like it actually plays quite smoothly uh, for being pixel graphics. Uh, there's no jumping. It's all just walking and there's a roll. Uh, I found my first boss, and I managed to get halfway through his house. Um, there's a cool, cool thing though. Like there's like a little NPC, or they're all just shadows, so there's not much to them. And just before the boss, and I spoke to him last night, um, and he he kind of gave you some hints about rolling to get the fire off, which is the mechanic the boss does. He, he sets you on fire with a, like a slam he does, and if you roll, it puts the fire out, which stops you taking damage. But then this morning I chucked it back on before we started recording and I went and talked to the, the NPC again and I'd walked past or through him because it's 2D. I just kind of walked through him and past him and hit up to talk, like the up button is talk. And he's like, don't you know any manners talking to me with your back to me? Like I thought it was really cool that I was facing back to him and it kind of changed the, the dialogue. It's such a simple thing, but I thought it was really cool. So then I turned around and spoke to him again and he said, oh, you finally learned some manners. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was kind of nice. Um, yeah, it, I, I reckon the soundtrack seems pretty cool. Like the atmosphere and sound is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I'll send I'll send you guys the link uh, or the copy of the file, and if you guys want to give it a go, uh, yeah, it's not really bloody good for me because I don't have a fucking Windows computer. No, no, I got I'm on me Mac, Mac as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm on uh, Mac. Just use it. No, anyway, maybe Jeremy, you can try. <laughs> Um, I don't open up my Windows computer ever, so you might want to give it away on the <laughs> Dark Insight Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, though. That game looks super fun, man. Yeah, it does, right. yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'll, I'll keep playing it. I'll, I'll, I'll follow the, the Twitter accounts. Um, Tell me and... to do a fucking Mac version. <laughs> well, when it, re- when it releases, it might. Um, uh, Joshua Garrity from Canarance, he follows mm. MFC. Uh so yeah, so other people are aware of it. It's still still very very niche. Like I think it's like one guy's make making it, but it, it's kind of cool seeing games like this. And sometimes they're the most fun we have. Um, cool. Yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Oh, and just just to follow up, uh, Jeremy, that was that um, that alone game, that space kind of indie game that you that you really enjoyed with the cool soundtrack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife did use the soundtrack for a fashion show. She said she would, and she did. She edited it, like spliced a bit of the some sound, some of the sounds together. She bought it, the soundtracks, and used it for her runway show a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's awesome! You should you should tag the developers in a tweet. I'm sure you got like some video of it, huh? Uh, yeah, we did. Um, we've just been super busy with the move, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you should, should tag that dude. Uh, I bought that soundtrack as well. You should tag. He's on Twitter. I think I follow him. Um, <clears throat> but you should tag. I bet he would love to hear that or see that. Yeah. Um, Giz was a bit mindful of um, using it on a website because it's, you know, using it commercially, but for the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the, the show she was um, the, that she did the runway for was for a fundraiser for um, our rescue helicopters here in New Zealand, called Life Flight. Um, it was like, yeah, a few designers um, were asked and they got together and did a, a fashion did, show. Did, did you say money. risky helicopters? Rescue. Rescue. Rescue, yeah. Rescue, Rescue. helicopters. So not helicopters sorry. that need our assistance, but helicopters <laughs> that come to our assistance. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, sorry. My bad. Bad. So that's a weird, otherwise it's a really weird charity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's called Life Flight. <laughs> sorry, Jerry. It's my, it's my Kiwi accent. It's uh, we. we Blend words oh, together a lot. You're fucking. That's okay. Me, I mean, I, a lot of people um, say that I have a Kiwi accent too, so I I, I know exactly how you feel. How do you get a Kiwi accent? <laughs> oh, you're kidding me! Risky helicopters. Oh, um, yes, so it was it was for a good cause, but yeah, she she spliced it together and did a bit of it and had that for a show, which is really cool. Um, and they raise a fair bit of cash for the charity, which is awesome. <laughs> No, that's cool, man. Super cool. Uh, I'm still yet to play this game. I keep seeing it, and um, our friend over at Game Critics, uh, Mr. Brad Galloway, has uh, been playing. I listened to him talk about it, and yeah, he's, he, he, he quite liked it. He said like he can only sort of play for it once, but he said it's uh, very different. Different game. Yeah, there was. So there's no desire for me to go back through and get like no. all of the trophies and stuff that would take like four or five playthroughs. But I think yeah, it's, that, it's well worth was, your time for a first run. So. Yeah, that was one of his um, issues that he said that you'd have to literally play through the entire game again to get the other trophies. You couldn't even just like load sections or whatever. You had to play through the whole game again. That was one of yeah. the things he said. But uh, yeah, it, it seems right up my alley because you know me. I like artsy fartsy. Games on, on, uh, games on the subject of brad galloway uh just a shout out for his new podcast that he released yeah. a few weeks ago since the last time we recorded. Yeah, yeah. i think it's called um so video games so video games to find it yeah. in itunes it's a bit of a bastard because i couldn't find it if you type so space then video games is one word it'll pop up or you can type so video games and it'll pop it's really weird the way they've spelt but yeah go check it out because he's not doing the game critics podcast anymore he's gone off to do He's, he's still working at Game Critics. He's still the editor in chief there. So, uh, but yeah, he's doing that with uh, one of the other writers from Game Critics. But go check it out. It's super cool. He's not into banter at all. He hates banter. So he literally he has like two minutes of talk, and then they're straight into video games. He doesn't like to fuck <laughs> around. He hates the banter. So yeah, big ups to Brad for that. It's a super cool show. They're like only up to episode five. So go show him some love. Super cool dude. Super lovely fella, like cool. Yeah, he's he, he's a real great guy, and like as I say, he's, he's been working over at Games Critics for what sixteen years now. And he's the he's the editor, yeah. He's the editor over there now. He's, he's super cool, real nice dude. So yeah, nice work for you. Yes, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's a good game. I'll I'll play a little bit more of it, and I'll cool. keep up. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yeah cliff it's your turn for video to talk about video games well i'm fucked because i played Titanfall 2 i played some more fun par wanted to um smash my head for a brick wall <laughs> <laughs> um i really like that game but it's just so hard it's so fucking hard um have, have any of you guys tried it yet at all nope. no 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 
I think I've accepted that I just to. don't like rhythm no. games. <laughs> you know how Vader just doesn't like music? I just don't like rhythm games, I think. I just don't I think I'm I just don't think that I like them. Do you know Have like you I, I was, yet? Right, I'm gonna get into that in a sec. Um what we'll, we'll say with Fumper, uh, the actual design, the, the guy who makes it, he doesn't he doesn't like to call it a rhythm game. He likes to see it. He calls it a rhythm nightmare game. <laughs> yeah, he ain't fucking half wrong, bastard. Uh, that, I love that game. Apparently, it gets a lot easier in VR, so uh, I'm going to be trying with the VR. Yeah, um, I have bought VR at last. I finally uh, managed to get one. Because uh, every single outlet in this country are sold out until March of next year. Bloody hell. Yeah. It's not that bad, yeah. It's crazy. It seems like America and a few other places have just got loads of stock, but the UK, are, yeah, where we're sold out in all outlets till March, which is, just seems fucking insane. Yeah, that's crazy. The initial um, shipments sold out here, but I think they had like three per store it if that <laughs> but yeah it, they've, they've got more stock in already and it's i can just order it now and it'll be here on my yeah we, two. we had we had the new ones then we had i think it was what september stock october stock november and december are all pre-ordered out they're all gone already so crazy it's re- really taken off in this country but um I, I basically bought one on a second hand site in our country called cex but uh, it's all boxed, all sorted. But the good thing is with them, it actually comes with a 24-month warranty, which is crazy because electrical goods only comes with a one-year warranty. So to get a two-year warranty with it is super fucking awesome. So, uh, but yeah, basically it was um, set ready to go to be picked up by UPS today to be sent to me for tomorrow. That was ready at half past nine in the morning. UPS haven't picked it up today. So I won't be fucking getting it tomorrow, will I? No, no rubbish. Oh, it sucks. sucks. Yeah, because the the wife's going to hop out to a garden centre tomorrow, take my son out for a bit, but I clearly ain't getting it tomorrow now. So they should have, they had all day to pick it up from the store to go and get it and put it into the system. But no, no VR for Splinter. Yeah, makes me sad. But yeah, I'm, I'm super fucking excited. Like last night, I spent most of the night downloading all the demos. Like I sent, uh, Titanfall 2 back this morning so hopefully by the time I get it I should have one game come through so I can play that um, I've got my room all set up so I should have just about just about with two of a Nat's cock room the only problem is like when I'm moving around like, I'm caught cool in every angle apart from to my right at knee height if I move my hand that way I hit my desk so <laughs> I've got a feeling I'm going to be twatting my hand on the desk quite often <laughs> I was talking to uh, Patty and our and we were doing our Destiny raid today, and he mm. said that uh, that that dude Peter Cleves came down mm-hmm. and uh, brought his VR set with him. Mm. And Patty said he was playing. Uh, I think it was it's whatever like gun game there is where you're like it's like a heist game or something. London uh, heist. London heist. There you go. But he said every time he kept reaching for ammunition, he was just whacking his wife on the arm because <laughs> she happened to be standing <laughs> next to him. And he said that you're doing it automatically because you know where yeah. it is, and so you don't you're not looking for it like you would at a normal game. So he yeah, was just leaning just over, pick. pop, 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 <laughs> which I thought was very funny. He just donking his wife, it whoosh, start punching her in the arm like that. Whoosh. Yeah, no, so I'm yeah, super excited. Fucking love it. I can't wait. 
But I, I have at the moment, like, obviously the stad. Sorry, here, look, I'll just quickly throw so here, look, I'll throw this in there. Where is it? Where is it? Hold on. Look. Basically, obviously, I got a PS4 Pro this week as well. <laughs> I can't keep up, I can't keep up with where you are on the PS4 Pro right now. Are you well? Well, do you, look, here, do you have it? <laughs> I, I have it. I have it. Okay, Jack. That's that's how it how it stands at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you see it? See the where it lies, rather. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how it has been for the past two days, waiting to go back to Sony. And just for the <laughs> for the listeners at home, um, underneath his radiator it's just sitting there in a cardboard box like as if it was an empty cardboard box for a cat to play with it you have no respect has, for this console to play with. what's going on and tossed to the side and I, I i would like to keep it but fucked if i'm paying 450 pounds because i got it from catalog so they charge you more because you can pay it monthly 450 pounds for a console that i ain't gonna see fuck all difference for on my 1080p console like they made a massive deal about that you will but every single review outlet have said you don't really notice it you only really notice it if you got 4k so that bad boy is going back see i thought that was pretty clear like every single every single review and thing that i read said that it was it was very specifically for 4k and hdr tvs sony made a point of saying no no it's for 1080p as well and there is 1080p stuff like if they're optimized, they will optimize them for hopefully 60 frames, which apparently a lot of the time is a bit of trickery pokery because it's not true 60 frames with a lot of these games. They're like added frames. And uh, basically, yeah, they the, the, the extra anti-aliasing and the boosts really isn't that noticeable on these sort of types of screen. And the grit screen that I play on is a 32 that I sit on top of. So it's super clean and crisp anyway. So it's completely fucking utterly pointless. And I don't if really want to spend... A, Go on. No. If you had an HDR 1080p TV, then you would it would probably make a, big, a bit of difference. But it HDR would, but I still, really I, I, I still don't think it's worth £450. No. Because the normal console is three hundred and fifty, but because I've got it from a catalogue, it's four fifty. That's a lot of damn money. So I'm yeah. like, Ugh. You, you know, I've got another baby on the way. I can't, I can't really justify it. I can't justify it. It was an impulse buy. It has yes, to go. Why back. is it in your house? That's my question. Why is it in the house? Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to get to. I'm glad you said that, Vader. Because I basically it came right to the point, and I cancelled it a day before it was due out, and Sony refused to cancel it. And they sent it to me anyway. So I've got to basically fucking send it back to them. I was talking to um, a friend of mine named Lane on uh, Twitter today. He was a a former Skeleton episode um, guest on Don't Give Up Skeleton, I should say. Uh, Anyway, he he has a 4K HDR TV and he picked up the PS4 Pro and he is just raving about it. He said every single game that they've updated, like he said, HDR lighting is just like it makes the games look night and day different. I've heard the same thing. If you've got 4K HDR, damn, it looks fucking beautiful. But if you ain't got it, it ain't worth it. Yeah, yeah sometime in, I, in 2017, I, I think I'll be upgrading to it. I have a 55-inch TV in the, in the living room now. I think I want to go to 65. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to, but 65. I've, I've, I've... Yeah, it's quite big. I've only had... I've had my 50... I've got 50... 53, I think it is-ish. But mm-hmm. I've, I've had that for only for about a year now. So there's no 
there's a very much doubt we won't be getting a new TV yeah. for at least another five years. So. I'm coming up on uh, either three or four years on this guy. And um, we're also remodeling our the back of our house. And one of those rooms is going to be like a you know, an office slash studio for recording podcasts and things like that. So I can take the TV, the 55 inch and put it back there to play games and stuff on, and then also have a 65 inch up here. So, yeah, I think if I went and bought a 4k TV, I think the wife would fucking murder me and hang me from the rafters. Just, Hey, look, look, just buy it the same size and then put it there. And then she probably won't even notice the difference. (laughs) Dude. Like if I, if I, if I move a sock, she notices. <laughs> so I think she'd notice a 4K TV appear in the Man. bedroom. And I've, I've got a seven-year-old 32-inch TV for my games, my games TV uh, screen. It's well, like that's what I've got. Yeah, that's that's basically what I have in the bedroom. In the front room, I've got the 50-inch for the main room, but I play everything in the bedroom in my on my desk, and that's a, just a 32-inch, just LED. Just a, a bog standard run. It's a nice picture, though. I really like the picture on that. Well, mine's so. not even LED. <laughs> it's just LCD. Still, though, 32, man. It's all compressed down. That's You still get a good picture off the 32s because oh, they're yeah, so, yeah. so compressed down. You get a good picture. I like, I do get like big graphics and this and that, but is it really going to make a difference to our games? Are we still? Uh, is it going to make Uncharted 4 any more of an enjoyable game? And I, I, I don't know whether I'm getting older or what, but I, like, well, you are. O- over the past year, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, Vader, <laughs> yep, you definitely are. 100% getting older. <laughs> but I know, I know what you mean, but when it comes down to it, it's, it's not always just the graphics. Graphics are yeah. fun, but like Unworthy is a great game and you could play that on any screen. It wouldn't matter because mm-hmm. it's so simple. The any, graphics. Uh, any window screen, I think you mean, Vader. <laughs> you always could run a windows uh emulator in your mac that, that's just a fucking that's hassle <laughs> well to be yeah. fair i i only have a windows laptop because it's a work one and it's really crap yeah. like i yeah and so I have oh actually windows. no shit you're right i do have a windows laptop my fucking music production laptop's a windows laptop yeah, come on see <laughs> the one that oh by the way um if anyone likes the new intro i made that yeah yeah it's really good and i've been bugging about it lately because i don't know whether i like it but everyone else seems to think it's okay so (laughs) i dug it i think uh, does that do us for video games guys yeah yeah i I don't don't think there's anything else i need to cover i think that is the end of the tale next week i'll have a lot of vr to talk about because i'll have my headset by then but yeah, I haven't been playing much to be honest. I haven't really had an urge to play too much this week because I just wanted my VR headset. So, uh, can I, can we drop a couple of shout outs real quick? Yes, please do, please do. And uh, I'll make sure these are included in the show notes. But uh, by the time you're hearing this, um, I don't remember if we're going to be releasing this on Saturday or Sunday. But um, this weekend, which is November 11th through the 13th, is the Duck Stream, uh, which is the DuckFeed.tv charity <laughs> for the Transactive Group. Uh, Transactive is an organization based in Portland that does that helps at-risk youths uh, that are LGBTQA. Um, so it's a it's a very worthy cause, especially in the U.S. now, where it seems like mm-hmm. those at-risk at-risk youths are going to be even more at-risk. So um, it's always a good time. But the first 24 hours is going to be Gary Butterfield and his crew over in Portland 
they're doing all kinds of shit. They're mm-hmm. they're playing video games. They're recording episodes of podcast. They're doing all kinds of stuff. Um, the second day is going to be Cole Ross on his side in Cincinnati. He's playing all of the Resident Evil games in order, starting with oh, Resident shit. Evil Zero. <laughs> I knew you guys would get a kick out of that. Um, at about uh, 7 a.m. Central Time, I'll be taking over that channel, and I'll be streaming something. I have not decided exactly <laughs> what yet. I will probably should get on that at some point. And uh, around 9, our friend Allison by Proxy will be taking it over, and I think she's planning on streaming right. some VR stuff because she just got her headset and she was yeah, testing it. Yeah, I've been talking a lot with her, hopefully, because that her, that time's more me. I might be able to jump in then and throw some, throw some dollar bills around. Yeah, Very yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> there's all sorts of donation incentives. Um, if, if they make their goal, uh, Cole has purchased like a confetti cannon yeah it looks like and it's it's just yeah he's gonna blow it up in his living room and last year when he did it it was hilarious and this year when he does it it's going to be even more hilarious so uh awesome this has probably come out too late for that i think he said he was going to leave the donation link up a couple days after the live stream but if we happen to get it out early and you you guys can check it out it's definitely worth your time and yeah uh, please please do jump in and even if you can drop like a couple of bucks it's for a, for a super worthy cause like we yeah. me and jeremy were involved in the duck spring sort of a baby version of it and they mm-hmm. raised a, a nice amount for it as well super yeah, super yeah. worthy cause please do get duck involved. spring is the exact same thing except it's the uh the duck feed community runs it mm. so not it's not run yeah. by cole and gary so um and also cliff i want to give you a, a shout out you were on a new dark souls ep that our buddy jake lionheart just released. Uh, yeah yes. <laughs> yeah it's real good man i really enjoyed it i jake gotta say um he killed it man <laughs> jake just yeah. fucking killed it like yeah, I, like does. i can listen to his overwatch stuff and i really get into it but i don't like I don't care as much about the lore. Like I don't hate it like Vader does, but I don't care as much about the lore as as a lot of hey, people I play do. It. <laughs> I know, but you still hate it. Um, <laughs> but uh, him rapping about Dark Souls and like making a joke about Blight Town and the frame rate plummeting, like that that shit is just my jam. And it just like I, I, heard, I made my wife listen to it, and she was like, "This is really good" because she likes yeah. rap music as well. So props yeah. to our buddy Jake, and we'll, we'll definitely get a link in there. I need to go buy it. I haven't bought it yet. I need to go purchase it. So. If anything, we'll fr- Jake. Um, I'm sure he won't mind. Uh, I will quickly speak to him. We will throw at the end of this talk. We'll throw one of the tracks at the end of this. I don't know what one. It'll either be "Don't Give Up Skeleton" or "All Dark Souls Fans Are Lunatics" because then tracks are fucking killer. So. Yeah, yeah, both of those are really, really good. So, yeah. so I've, I've listened to the "Don't Give Up Skeleton" one, which is awesome. Uh, how many has he done now for Dark Souls? There's five there's more there's besides five, that. Total oh, of six. Nice. Mm. Well, I'm gonna to have to check those out. They're uh, good, you know, and it's they're, we're, we're they're very narrative. In the intro, <laughs> yeah, and Cliff is Cliff is in the intro, which is very very good too. I kept expecting you to rap. What happened? Why didn't you rap? Oh, I can't fucking rap. Oh, I'm a stupid like white dude. Like I ain't I ain't got no rapping skills. <laughs> um. So before before we get to our credit section, uh, I just want to just want to mention the the structure of the show going forward. We are going to go to a weekly podcast. <clears throat> Next week will be uh, me and Cliff and Vader, and then the week after will be Josh hosting the show along with a couple of guests. And from that point other that point on, we're pretty much going to sw- to just flip flop. So uh, there'll be one podcast that's hosted by one of the three of us, one podcast that's hosted by Josh, 
people may move back and forth between those episodes. There's no set structure. Um, if you, you know, if you've been on podcasts before and you'd like to guest, give us a shout on the on the Twitter page, and we'll get you into or our you, Discord. And we can work all those details out. Or um, even if you haven't and you feel you've you've got a lot of chit chat in you and you're part of the community, just just give us a holler and we'll see if we can work something out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Yeah, I've been dying to try and actually get Darcy Noby to come come on a podcast with us. Yeah. I reckon it'd be it'd be a good, good chat. Yeah, make for a good chat. Now you've been called out, Darcy Noby. Oh, now you have yeah. to do it. Yeah, <laughs> come on, don't leave a brother hanging. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted to mention that since this is a, a little shorter of an episode than it usually is. Um, yeah, we'll be we'll be right back to you next week in just seven days. Oh, it seems weird after like well over a year of running, like mm. we're going to be back in seven days. That's crazy. <laughs> Move, moving forward, man. Super cool. Super cool. Very happy. So hopefully you all like the increase in content and you don't just uh, all run away for the hills. But if, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't like this for some reason, just tell Cliff. <laughs> don't, don't tell any of the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> direct all oh, negative yeah. feedback to clip no no let's not we know how much i have anxiety problems about like <laughs> fucking numbers and the amount of people that like our show jesus let's not get my fucking ocd running again shall we <laughs> uh, awesome. well, let's get out of here folks i have some beers yeah, let's, to drink let's do and, this and some, and some food to cook cool all right jeremy where can people find you at JG Greer on Twitter. Um, I also do Don't Give Up Skeleton and Days of Future Cast. One is a Dark Souls podcast. One is an X-Men podcast. Google can be your friend on both of those. Yes. Josh. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Morbid Beard. And you'll soon be able to get me through the Dark Insight Twitter as well. So it'll be at Dark Insight Pod, wouldn't it? Woo! Yeah, so you'll be able to get me on there. And that's pretty much the only two places you'll be able to get hold of me. Vader. Where can we find um, you? We all know. Yeah, Bad, Bad <laughs> Man Odin. Uh, and come subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm going to just say it now because we, me and Odin want to chat with you on Twitter. Uh, not Twitter. on And Twitter. On YouTube, we want comments so we can respond and have fun playing games and sharing them with everybody. Yeah, super cool channel. Go go check it out. It's super yeah, definitely. And obviously me, you can get me at Twitter, at Cliff underscore Goldsmith on Twitter. On YouTube, I'm now streaming on YouTube. YouTube, I fucked off Twitch because I kept having problems with it. So I'm at tw- over at YouTube now. You can find me at Decrepit Gaming. Uh, yeah, you can get me at the Dark Insight. So once again, thanks everyone for tuning in. Thanks for supporting us. Drop a like, subscribe, all that malarkey, codswapper. And uh, we shall see you in seven days. Adios. Bye. Bye. What do you think? Yeah. Wake up in the undead asylum. Locked in. Oscar with the key through the ceiling. Dropped in. So I make my move through the undead hallways. All of these undead, they looking at me sideways. I find a bonfire, so I set it ablaze. There's more than fire as I step into a haze. I feel regenerated somehow. And I'm wondering, what is it I'm going to do now? I press forward through the grim prison. I can hear someone in pain, so I start to listen. With a boulder through the wall, a man fights death but oscar chooses to speak to me with his last breath gives me an estes blast and confides in me i might be a chosen a dead on a journey i don't know what it means but i know he's sincere and it's with his help that's gotten me here so with a bow i accept his gifts he tells me to make sure that i keep my wits where i'm headed to and what's up ahead there's so many possibilities for the sun dead
Don't give up, skeleton. Don't give up, it's a skeleton. Don't give up, it's a skeleton. Don't give up, skeleton. Just about to go. Yep. <laughs> Hope that wasn't lag. No, it wasn't. I was just being a dick. <laughs> being a dick. Uh, <laughs> welcome, oh, one and all. <laughs> no, or not, because he's a fucking dog. That's all right. That's cool, man. Take two. Take two. Oh, you poor dog. <laughs> oh, dear. Welcome, one and all. Episode 37. 30, oh, for crying out loud. 37. <laughs> 30, 37, 37. Welcome, one all, episode 34 of Dark Insight Podcast, International Games Video Thing. There we go. I'm back, as you can tell, talking absolute toilet. Haven't hosted in so long, I can't even speak. I'm Cliff Goldsmith, and I'm joined, as usual. Hang on, lads. Hang on. Cool. It's episode 34. Sorry. Sorry. I swear I just said episode 34. No, you said episode 37. Yeah, then, then he went 34. And then I started again and did 34. <laughs> no, you said 37. I could have sworn you said 37 the second time as well. That's a good That's time right. was 34. <laughs> yeah, I thought okay. you said episode 37. I'm just checking the show notes. I thought you said 37, but it's 34. <laughs> right. Let's try again. Third time lucky. Third time fucking lucky. All right. Uh, yeah, 